This is a Glass Box Media Podcast. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I stared at him. It sounds like you have changed your mind, have you? No. Dave looked serious then. I still think it is unnecessary. Too much control. I nodded. But I can see where the other side is coming from. He stared at me with his intense eyes. Come on, admit it. If the integration goes through, it may be a very cool experiment for the whole of humanity. Or a disaster, I added. There you go again. Why do you always have to be so negative? He got up and started clearing the table. I did not respond. He was frustrated enough, and the last thing I wanted was to have another argument. There is a space between reality and fantasy. Between light and dark. Between rational and irrational. In this space, there are stories. This story is called The Mask. Integration is now. One wakes up, the sun is there. Good. One likes the sun. Get up and dress oneself. Look good for the company. One rushes to get food, sit where the other is. The other stands and looks at one. Plastic, shiny in the sun, rays reflecting. Not done, no children. The other's voice is hollow. One worries about the other. Thus one does not say a thing. One looks at the plastic and nods. One knows the other feels lots. Late. One says as one turns and drinks the first meal. The other turns too. The other's manners are good. One must go too, the other says. Us both walk to the company. One and the other don't talk. So one thinks of the object. How long the sentences are. The Dave other, the Michael other... All these others must have the plastic, one thinks uncomfortably. Others must. Plastic created equal like one's all. Thus the object must be wrong. One must throw it away. But one is interested. One cannot stop now. Must know more. The company is where one goes each day to do work. Others all do work at the company. 
one examines many objects and labels them. Trader materials most. Others just trash. One sorts and sees objects each day, but they mean little. One just looks ahead and does what is asked. One must be a model, one for the country, very important. One recites the country, the company, the children, as one works, thus all others work. One has fear to say it, but one recites it because one is so bored. Home. The other is in the other's room. One walks by careful. The usual sound coming from the other's room. What the other does in the room is always sob. One knows why. Because the one and the other cannot have the child. One must care, or one cannot. Thus one cannot think of the other. One wants to look at the old object, the long language. One rushes into one's room with the door closed. One feels a separation, a barrier from the world. The object is out and one looks at it. The smell of mold in one's nose, almost pleasant now. One opens the object, a yellow page. The blue squiggles are confusing. Get the translator again. Suddenly words are in front of one, long sentences. Thus one reads, one's mouth moving slowly along with the words, tracing each letter with one's tongue like tasting it. One is hungry no more when one reads. May 5th, 2025. I had another dream about Michael, but this time it was not peaceful. I woke up with a whimper and stayed up crying for some time before I could fall asleep again. Dave tried in vain to comfort me as I pulled away. Instead, I pulled out my phone and opened Pad to look up his posthumous profile. Again and again, I come to this page. I look at the images of him on the screen, smiling and happy, as if this was only yesterday that we joked around about something or that I took a picture of him while he slept and looked silly. It occurred to me that if his farewell page did not exist, it may have made it easier for me. I mean to move on. I had a wild idea of calling up my mom and asking her to delete it, get rid of it for good, make our grief private. But I stopped myself. Of course we will never delete it. These days it would be like getting rid of a tombstone on someone's grave. The day itself was trying on me. Tracy approached me at work. Have you heard? She asked. Heard what? I was not sure why she was being so secretive about the whole thing, but she leaned closer to me, her voice almost a whisper. She said that there was a rumor out there that the vote next week was fixed and that the integration has happened already. That's impossible, I told her. That would have been all over Pat. But she turned to go and did not look so convinced. Just you see, she said as she left. At home, I brought this up with Dave. He works for the company, so I figured that, of course, he would know. 
Oh, yeah, of course. This rumor has been going around for some time now, he confirmed. I wanted to know why he never brought it up, and he only shrugged, as if it was not important. So many rumors, I just can't keep up, he replied. Well, do you think it is true? I asked him. He shook his head and told me that if he believed everything he heard about the company, he would have quit a long time ago. So I did something silly and told him that perhaps he should. That really made things go badly. He was really offended. Do you realize, he asked, that it was this very company that took me through college and that has helped resolve all these issues for us? I nodded, thinking of Michael's funeral, of the company's support during that difficult time for us. Also, we would have never met if it wasn't for the company. Do you remember that? He smiled. Of course I remembered. And in the end, I nodded, agreeing with him. Yet in the back of my mind, I was uneasy about the whole thing. The company worried me even before I quit. I could not go along with it anymore. Found it so hard to align myself with the way it was all turning out, I left. Even though I knew I would have enjoyed better stability and more money, Mom was in shock. How could I be so short-sighted? She kept nagging at me. But that was not something I could ever have explained to her. I would not admit this to anyone else. But this is my journal. I consider this to be private. I know nobody but me will ever lie eyes on it. So here it is. The company looks like an immense success from the outside. It is the largest business that controls everything, touches every aspect of our lives, that drives the economy, that ensures the future of us, the people. Yet on the inside, I felt very differently. It was different. Questions were not encouraged, and everyone's success depended on minding their own business. Every day I had this feeling, this heavy veil that rested on my shoulders that somehow we were deceiving all who trusted us. It was not visible, and I could never prove it. But there was always this feeling. I fought it daily. I went through company records, company systems, as much as I had access to looking for. What was I looking for? A straw, I guess. Something to cling on to. As the years passed, I moved on. I almost started to believe the message I was encouraged to propagate. The company grew. It became massive. Around the time I got fed up and resigned, it was hard to escape it. The company was everywhere, it seemed. And what was worse, everyone loved it. I, on the other hand, was concerned. And now this integration... My heart skips a beat each time I think about it. One pulls back from the object. Horror. Read the page again. Yes, this other is traitor. This other whose object this is. The company is important, as others all know. If there is no company, there is nothing to do, no purpose for life. One must always work, work for the company, and provide a child to keep working for the company and the country. Important work because the company says it is so. 
One knows it is unacceptable to read more. One understands it can look bad if one was found out. But one feels that one must know more. This other, the traitor, makes such long sentences. The words of ideas stick in one's mind and one plays them in one's mind on repeat again and again one recites the words. Then words take on something new, sound different somehow. One wants to read them again, so strange they are. This Dave other sounds good, maybe not a traitor. One will keep reading the object to know for sure. The last meal is not as it always is. This time, the other has a new diet to improve the other's health. The other has an abnormality, one thinks. One and the other eat in silence, and one is angry, but one says nothing. One thinks abnormality is why there is no child, why one and other are not model citizens yet. Still one says nothing, thinks of the object instead. It is easier to think of the traitor object than to worry about the other. The plastic against one's skin calms. That night, one hears the other sobbing again in other's room. One will not knock on the door. One spends time with the object instead. May 16th, 2025. Well, the votes are in. And the integration is going to happen after all. Dave and I sat across from each other, studying all the different news streams on our screens in silence. Can you believe this? I asked, barely audible. Do you think it was hacked? Impossible, was Dave's reply. How do you know? I pressed on. Do you remember that rumor? The one Tracy told me about? Give it a rest, Dave replied irritably. You know Acorn would have detected any hacking or foul play? Well, how do you know? I kept going. It's impossible to hack it, Dave shot back at me. You should know this since you used to work there too. I stopped pressing him but really wish Dave would have remembered that I was not in the Artificial Intelligence Division. I supported the organic part of it and the intricate biology that went into creating its cognitive networks. In any case, it does not matter now, since the integration is definitely happening. To my surprise, nobody is celebrating or saying anything about this. I thought the others would have more of a reaction, something to say, Instead, people keep going through the day, perhaps a bit dazed. Dave thinks that may be a good sign. But I wonder that perhaps it is not indifference that we are seeing, but instead a shock? Then this morning it hit me. I helped make this happen. It is hard to avoid working for the company, especially with how big it is now. Still, I cannot help but think that I am somehow responsible Some part of me made this happen, and now integration is actually going to happen. I don't trust humans. No, but I trust Acorn. 
even less. On the next episode of The Mask. One never heard of 2022 other or attacks. Country attacks? Or company? One's chest tightens thinking of it thus. One knows nothing of this. Thus could the traitor be wrong? Thank you for listening to The Mask, a crawlspace media production of a pi-rational story, narrated by Eileen Stevens and Christopher Garitano. This is a Glass Box Media Podcast.